Can the SCP Foundation take on the 40k universe? The SCP Foundation prides itself on being the foremost protector of humanity from the countless threats presented by various anomalous forces, from six-sided dice that occasionally come up seven, to cosmic abominations hell-bent on the annihilation of mankind, the Foundation excels at anomalous research, containment, and if necessary, neutralization. They've even come across various other sapient species across different planets, universes, and dimensions. What would happen, however, if they encountered a universe containing not only quadrillions and quadrillions of humans, but a countless number of aliens as well? Not only would the Foundation be hopelessly outnumbered, they'd also be laughably outgunned in practically every way. The answer to the title question seems like a simple, resounding no, but, of course, anomalies are anything but simple. Let's first begin with a quick disclaimer about canon. The canon of the 40k universe is more or less set in stone, with published materials and information being fairly clearly controlled by its creators. The canon of the SCP universe is far more loose, however, with essentially the entire thing being fan fiction. To make things somewhat fair, we'll be going simply based off of SCP articles themselves, not really delving into tales or alternate canons such as Ad Astra per Aspera. In addition, I'll be focusing on the general image of the Foundation that most people think of when thinking of the Foundation. This is a bit more nebulous to define, but things like fleets of space-faring vessels are certainly off the table. Next we need to decide how exactly these two universes are coming into contact, as the SCP Foundation by and large takes place in the modern day so there's a few tens of thousands of years between the two. An SCP Foundation that's had 40,000 years to develop is a far different organization than the one we're familiar with, so we'll save that concept for an intrepid author to tackle. The most likely way the two would come into contact is through some sort of extra-dimensional portal then, and there's of course a big difference depending on which side first detects the other. Practically every species on the 40k side, assuming they noticed the portal, would likely investigate it and travel through. Most of the species would do this without a second thought, such as orcs, tyranids, and the forces of chaos. The more cautious species, such as the Imperium of Mankind, or the Eldar, or the Tau, would likely travel through after determining that it wasn't some sort of trap laid out by an enemy, or some sort of twisted warp anomaly. As mentioned, the SCP Foundation and all of the United Forces of Earth would never be able to hold off any force from the 40k universe for any length of time, based purely on numbers and technological might. The best case in this scenario is that Earth is encountered by the Tau, who merely add the population of Earth into their empire. This would be a massive boon to Earth's population, assuming the Foundation doesn't blow the arrangement by trying to resist with anomalies. The worst case is of course Earth being encountered by the really dark forces of 40k, 
such as the Dark Eldar or the Forces of Chaos, where death would actually be a pleasant alternative. In most situations then, humanity is either dead or worse, but things get a bit more interesting if the Imperium of Mankind encounters them. The general policy for the Imperium encountering a primitive, uncontacted human world, like this one, would be similar to the Tau, meaning that the people would be told to join the Imperium or face the consequences. The situation here wouldn't be that different, time portals aside, as the Earth the SCP Foundation inhabits is certainly a primitive one, with no reliable means of spaceflight, no large-scale energy generation, nothing big enough to destroy a planet, and a population only numbering in the billions. The geography of Earth would be unrecognizable to anyone in the Imperium, and although Imperial historians would likely make a connection between their Terra and this Earth, it's hard to say what value it would have to them specifically. Assuming they deemed the population of Earth to be free of any sort of chaos taint, they would bring some ships over as a show of force and intimidate the population into joining the Imperium, while priests of the Imperial cult would begin enlightening the populace on the glory of the Emperor of Mankind. There is no situation here where the militaries of Earth could even begin to fight back, and the SCP Foundation, ignoring anomalies, have much less military might than that. So in practically every scenario in which a faction of the 40k universe discovers this portal connecting the two dimensions, the population of Earth are either conscripted, killed, or worse, if we ignore the Foundation resorting to anomalies for the moment. On the flip side, if the Foundation discovers this portal first, things can go a little better for them, as they'll certainly be able to launch space probes and drones through to check out the other side. Depending on time and distance, this could either be highly illuminating or practically useless. There are certainly SCPs and various canons in which the SCP Foundation does possess faster than light travel, so if we accept that as a possibility, it's reasonable to assume that they could get a good look at any number of 40k factions. Discovering a random hive planet of the Imperium is a lot different than discovering Holy Terra though, and it's difficult to say how much they could learn from such remote distances. Given their track record, and again assuming enough time to freely research, it's likely that they would attempt to make contact with the Imperium. The ramifications of such contact could range wildly, as it's just as likely the Imperium finds the portal and heads through as it is that the message the Foundation sends simply gets filed away somewhere and lost. Overall, the Foundation finding the portal first is a far better outcome for them, as they rarely meddle too much with other dimensions if they can help it. Let's look at the most interesting scenario then, in which a hostile force from the 40k universe discovers the Foundation's Earth and the Foundation decides to fight back by utilizing anomalies. First of all, I think we can rule out practically any singular entity that the Foundation has contained, even if they all manage to work together. These are anomalies like SCP-173, the Statue, SCP-049, the Plague Doctor, or SCP-096, the Shy Guy. Even anomalies that are known for their difficulty to contain and their capacity for violence 
such as SCP-076, Able, or SCP-058, the Heart of Darkness, wouldn't fare well against a squad of space marines armed with bolters and chainswords. The Imperium has spent thousands of years destroying monstrous anomalies with an efficacy that would make the Global Occult Coalition blush, so we have to assume that if the Foundation can contain it, the Imperium can at least do the same if not outright destroy them. Other factions likely wouldn't have any trouble either, and that's not even looking at the problem of the Foundation actually controlling these monsters and using them to fend off an invasion. One interesting interaction to consider though would be between SCP-682, the hard to destroy reptile, and the Tyranids, as they share some similarities. Both entities are interested in little beyond consumption, and also have a tendency to reactively evolve based on their circumstances. Chances are that the Tyranids would manage to consume and subsume 682, but the reptile has displayed an absolutely incredible degree of adaptation, so likely no matter what, such an interaction would be bad for the Foundation. Any other situation involving 682 and a hostile faction would be a moot point, as it certainly wouldn't care to help the Foundation, and even if they could control it, it can't prevent wide-scale destruction. The only entities that might have some use are humanoid reality benders, such as SCP-343, God, SCP-239, The Witch Child, or SCP-4051, your friendly neighborhood Keter, who, while not being a reality bender, could accomplish similar feats. Theoretically, any of them could, at minimum, simply remove the portal connecting the two universes, and at most, delete the entire 40k universe. Whether or not this could actually happen is impossible to say, as we simply don't have a great deal of information about any of their capabilities. Unfortunately for the Foundation, however, reality benders typically have limits to their powers, and it's unlikely that any of them exist that could stop a full-scale invasion, as there's simply too many variables. Reality benders in the Foundation's universe are generally ranked by their power, and it's not a simple matter of, well, if they can bend reality, they can do anything they want. Almost no entity in the Foundation's history has been shown to actually be capable of such a thing, and there's practically no guarantee that such a powerful entity would even be interested in helping humanity. SCP-3812, a voice behind me, is often said to be the strongest SCP in existence, and could absolutely end the entire 40k universe on a whim, since it exists on a higher level of reality but the problem is that the Foundation has no way to control it, and it has no interest in meddling with lower realities. That brings us to discussing the various gods of the SCP universe, and what they might be capable of, such as the Scarlet King, or Mechane. Obviously, the problem with practically all of these is that they either are not in a position at any given time to launch any sort of counterattack or they have no interest specifically in protecting mankind. Sure, maybe the Foundation could come up with some sort of plan where they can awaken the Scarlet King, perhaps by letting SCP-231-7 give birth, but that would at best wipe out humanity along with the 40k invaders, 
One potential exception is SCP-3125, the cosmic starfish, who annihilates anyone who becomes aware of its existence. If the Foundation could somehow propagate knowledge of 3125 to their attackers without compromising humanity, it could be an easy win, but that of course is fairly tricky. The grand majority of anomalies are of no use to the Foundation in a war, either being effectively useless or actively harmful to both sides. The Foundation does have access to some anomalous weapons, and certainly the Global Occult Coalition does as well, but using them to any great effect while avoiding too many casualties on their side is hard to say. SCP-2399 is a massive mechanical complex on Jupiter, capable of carving a tremendous gash across an entire countryside, but even if the Foundation could somehow control it, the collateral damage that it would cause in the process would likely be too great. It's no good to destroy the planet just to stop the Imperium, unless there was a way to restore it. Which it just so happens that there is. SCP-2000 is a large compound located underneath Yellowstone that is capable of recreating the population of the Earth and more or less restoring it to the way it was. There are limits though, and if the planet is damaged too greatly or made unlivable for whatever reason, say if the Imperium drops a virus bomb on it, or the Eldar bombard it into oblivion, SCP-2000 isn't bringing humanity back from that. The Foundation could theoretically make a tough call and purposefully kill off humanity in order to let their invaders move on, and then use SCP-2000 to restore everything, but I imagine that that would be a pretty last resort. SCP-1968, on the other hand, could be used to completely rewrite the history of the universe, but again that's a pretty last resort. There are a number of very harmful diseases that the Foundation could potentially throw at some invaders, such as SCP-610, the flesh that hates, SCP-217, the clockwork virus, or even good old fashioned SCP-008, the zombie plague. The problem though is that there's no guarantee those would have any effect on any species aside from humans, and the Imperium of Mankind has a good amount of experience in dealing with strange, horrific diseases. It's unlikely that any disease the Foundation could throw at them would be anything worse than what Nurgle could come up with, not to mention the logistical problems of actually infecting an entire space fleet. The Foundation does have access to, and can create, lethal mental diseases, also known as cognitohazards, that can potentially kill on sight, but it's again a logistical problem. How can the Foundation display enough cognitohazards to protect the entire planet, and what's to stop the enemy from simply nuking everything? As for digital cognitohazards, no faction in 40k is going to have computer systems that the Foundation could hack into, not even the Imperium, if only due to the vast differences in technological foundations. There are some more abstract ways that the Foundation could win, or at least stop the invasion. SCP-2140 is an image that when viewed by an individual retroactively changes history 
to make it so that that person is a loyal member of the Foundation. Messing with time is rarely a good idea, and the amount of history that would have to change for inhabitants of the 40k universe to be loyal members of the Foundation is a bit mind-boggling, even when you're talking about the Imperium of Mankind. Converting Orcs or Necrons to be Foundation members might just be a step too far, but you never know until you try. SCP-3856 is a man named Samuel Lloyd, with a unique trait, where if he dies before every other human in the universe he's in, a large-scale end-of-the-world scenario will be hastened along to make sure that everyone dies with him. If the Foundation can get him over to the 40k universe and kill him off, the ensuing scenario would almost certainly take care of their problems. Any scenario which would hastily kill off every human in the 40k universe is probably not great for any other faction either. There is one rather unique way the Foundation could take care of their problem, assuming they're dealing with the Imperium, or at the very least make things quite a bit easier for them. SCP-6659 defines a god as an entity empowered by the belief of their followers, and I think it's pretty fair to say that the God Emperor of Mankind is indeed a god by this definition. 6659 is a weapon created by the Foundation for the specific purpose of killing gods. It does this through a fairly complicated process, but it starts with a totem, a physical object conceptually associated with a specific deific entity. Pretty much every soldier in the Imperium is going to have something like that on them, so it shouldn't be too difficult to get. The machine then uses this totem to find the deity within the human noosphere, the collection of all human thoughts. This is where things would get pretty tricky, as this same concept of a noosphere could easily exist in the 40k universe, and there wouldn't be too much trouble. But the Noosphere in the 40k universe could just be the warp, and that would open up a whole bad ball of worms for the Foundation. It's said that the warp contains an imprint of every sentient being in the universe, and can be changed by collective thoughts and emotions. It's also said that the God Emperor exists as a presence in the warp thanks to the worship of the Imperium, much like deities in the Foundation universe's Noosphere. If the Foundation can use 6659 to find the presence of the Emperor in the 40k Noosphere, they could use it to essentially erase the ability for humans to recognize the God Emperor as a deity, more or less killing him. That's a mighty, mighty big if, although the Foundation had quite a lot of success in using it to kill deities. Killing a deity worshipped by a few thousand people is quite a bit different than killing one worshipped by quadrillions. That brings us to the question of pataphysics, the concept of multiple layers of reality. It's generally accepted that the Foundation is aware that they are more or less a fictional universe, and that there are layers of realities above them on the stack of universes. A universe above another one can potentially influence it to some degree, 
such as the Foundations universe being created by a bunch of horror writers. There are varying takes in various canons on how much influence the writers have over the Foundations universe, but the Foundation has a pataphysics department to study this phenomenon, along with other pataphysical anomalies. This is a grasp on reality that completely eludes any member of the 40k universe, but it's questionable how useful that knowledge is. Most likely, the 40k universe and the Foundation universe would be on the same level of the pataphysical stack, especially considering there's a portal connecting the two, and not something more pataphysical. The Foundation studies these anomalies and effects, but they don't have any massive control over their own universe thanks to this knowledge. If they did, there wouldn't be a whole lot of point in coming up with different containment methods, as they could simply rewrite their own narrative. They can't influence any reality above theirs either, as notably displayed in SCP-5999, where they tried to kill their creators through a lethal cognitohazard which, of course, failed. Some people will likely bring up something like SCP-2747, a pataphysical anomaly that can annihilate fictional universes, but trying to introduce that to the 40k universe will almost certainly damn themselves in the process. This fictional battle is one that gets talked about somewhat commonly, and based on my observations, it seems that most people believe this to be an easy win for the SCP Foundation. The problem largely stems from the idea of canon, as mentioned. The 40k universe is pretty clear, most of the time, on what a faction is capable of and what they aren't. The Foundation, on the other hand, has a pretty wide scale of possibilities, and much of it is quite vague. There are articles that make an offhand mention to the foundation containing the Abrahamic God, a line meant to instill wonder and fear at their capabilities, but that doesn't necessarily mean they can win a war of any large scale. There are canons in which the foundation has mastered faster than light travel and populated the galaxy, but that's not a general baseline for their capabilities. It's not really fair to take every single article as canon, as plenty of articles directly contradict each other. Not only that, someone could easily just write an article in which the Foundation meets an extra-dimensional invading force and has a reality bender snap their fingers and they win, and it's just as canon as anything else. The other issue that I often see in this discussion is that of logistics. I mentioned this a few times, and part of this issue is due to the specific nature of the battle that I've presented here, but the Foundation doesn't just naturally control every anomaly they have contained. They're contained for a reason, with many of them more akin to forces of nature than any sort of controllable weapon. Most anomalies they'd let loose would just as likely slaughter humanity than it would an army of orcs. Going along with that is the collateral damage, as the Foundation is trying to actively save Earth. Honestly, the most likely scenario that would play out here is that the Foundation would be too hesitant to utilize a dangerous anomaly, and humanity would be wiped out before they pulled the trigger. The Foundation in general is pretty squeamish about using anomalies in hostile situations, or using them to benefit humanity at all. 
This is a very loaded discussion that could be talked about at length for hours and hours, depending on situations on both sides. Ultimately, like every fictional battle discussion, it all comes down to how the writer wants to make it happen. In one situation, perhaps the forces of chaos quickly invade and spread throughout Earth, making any sort of wide-scale destruction on the Foundation's part infeasible without sacrificing the thing they're trying to save. In another situation, perhaps the Foundation senses the threat that the Imperium of Mankind poses, and they manage to use a high-level reality bender to toss them all back through the portal before closing it. It's an impossible discussion to have a definitive answer for, but I hope at the very least I've sparked some conversation. Perhaps then, if someone asks if the SCP Foundation can take on the 40k universe, it's best to just say, I think the answer's pretty obvious, and leave it at that.